This is a very, 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 very important card that we have coming up on Saturday. And Breck, I cannot tell you how excited I am, but can you tell the people how excited you are? There's no words to describe it. I, it's, you know, there's been a lot of uh, parallels drawn between this card and I don't refresh my memory. What was the number on the GSP Bisping card? 217. 217 people are saying this could be a, a 217 type level card bold bold prediction here this this is better this this could be the best card of all time it has the potential to be but it, it, it to even beat the best card of this year which was 261 um uzman versus uh, masvidal 2 it's gonna have to take a lot yeah but i mean if it can if it can match that night i mean the tra- the, the fans are in for a treat but i think i think it's gonna do better dude i think we're gonna get so many finishes. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. Let's talk about a couple fights on the prelims. We got our boy Chris Barnett fighting John Vellante, man. That's <laughs> – Chris Barnett should really be like a featherweight with how tall he is. Yeah. I think John Vellante – did he say he was going to retire after this fight or something? I don't know, but – His last UFC fight? I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I like Chris Barnett. I mean – uh. He gassed against um, Big Ben Rothwell. But, I mean, he he actually, like, was looking okay in the first round. So, see if the cardio got a little bit better. Yeah, we'll see. This is the featured early prelim, I guess. Um, <laughs> we got Ian Gary making his UFC debut against Jordan Williams, who's who hasn't exactly had the best run in the UFC. But Ian Gary, man, he's opened up the prelims at MSG. I don't know if you saw the UFC connected, but yeah. Ian Gary went into his last title fight without a corner, and he won. And yeah. Cage Warriors, granted. What, what's your thoughts on this one, man? Dude, Ian Gary's like my like people might crap on me, but like the reason I got into this sport was Conor McGregor. First like UFC fight fight I watched was a Conor McGregor fight, you know, 2012, 2013. And or 2015, rather. But uh, Ian Gary, like you just said, the UFC um, connected. Like, if you go out and watch that, like this guy, you just want to root for this guy. He said he wants to be the next Conor McGregor. He wants to, you know, burst onto the scene and and be the next great Irish fighter. And I don't know how you feel. I think he could be pretty great. Like, he, he's he's a fun fighter to watch. He's big. He's long. He's skilled. He's 170. Huge. Yeah, as is Jordan Williams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both these guys are big for 170, but I got Ian Gary winning this one, man. He's so good. Yeah, I mean, you got to thank his his debut, Madison Square Garden, a little bit of magic. Yeah, I think he gets a knockout. Yeah, I think he gets the, the KO too. One person who's not going to get a KO, this, uh, I think Edmund Shabazzian loses this fight against uh, Nasruddin Imamov. Um, no. Imamov is another Dagestani 
and they keep putting Edmund Shabazian up against grapplers, which clearly aren't his strong suit. If yeah. you've seen the last two fights, getting beat by Bumson, and he had Shabazz, you know, uh, Jack Ermanson hurt in the first round, but then Ermanson just wrestled wrestled him to the ground the rest of the fight and dominated him. Do, what, do mean, you see him winning this? Like he's a set. I, don't know. I mean, I, I kind of do. I I don't. You know, people like give him a lot of a lot of hate because his coach is the the coach that was Ronda's coach back. Edmund Tverdian. I'm in Tverdium. I don't think – is he the current coach? Yes, he's there he's still. So, like, I understand why people want to see this guy lose. But he's really talented. He's pretty talented. And like you just said, though, like, if he can keep it on the feet, he's going to win. Yeah. Like he's a he's a pretty good striker, regardless of his coach, just natural ability. Like, he was piecing up Jack Manson. Like, Jack Manson was getting – Getting hurt. Feet. And then he just took him down and the fight was over. And like you said, this is a Russian. But if you look at, you know, uh, takedowns attempted, uh, takedown attempts, uh, rather, the, uh, Imabov doesn't shoot a lot. Like, he, he's probably a very good grappler, but he doesn't love to shoot. You know what I mean? He's not one of those – he's not like an Islam where you're, you're getting the takedown 20 seconds in. But – I don't know. I think he wins. I think in his career, he's fought two really good guys. And this is a competition a little bit less than those guys. I think he gets the dub. I don't know. He could definitely get the dub. I just think Shabazi needs to make some business decisions and get away from Edmund Tverdian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm a fighter, don't you just go to American Top Team? Like, they, you you can live there. No, you, know what you, like, you go to Sanford. You go to you Top go. Team. You go to you go to MMA Masters. You go to Syndicate. You go to Kings. Extreme Couture. Like, you go to AKA. Dude, there's so many good gyms. I understand. Sarah like, Longo. Sarah Longo. I know there's so many good gyms, and it's maybe it's hard to get into certain gyms. MMA Masters up in a. Um. Yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, Colorado has so many good gyms too. Um, that we're not even mentioning. Uh, it's just like when you have like a corner where people can clearly see that the corner is not maybe the best for you. I just think like, dude, American top team, if you can pay like the fees and stuff, I understand being a fighter, you don't get paid a ton, but you get, you know what I mean? But yeah. Oh go yeah. To America, go to American top team, bro. They go have, to like, wink. Go to wink. Go to, go, go to these like masterful gyms, dude. It's mind boggling. Sometimes the loyalty. Go to a Gracie show. Academy, go to TriStar or something like. Really in, like 15 places that would improve Edmund Shabazian. Dude, I bet you the local boxing gym could probably improve Edmund Shabazi. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Um, Philip Paz versus Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis coming off the contender series. Um, interesting fight here, I, I think, actually. Dude, Chris Curtis can bang, as can Phil Hawes. Did you, did you remember in the last fight how Phil Hawes' hair was falling out? I don't, I don't remember his hair falling out. I don't know. It was it was really weird. Like it was falling out of his head, like the back of his head, not like the top, not like he got um like a rug or nothing. But it was really interesting. I've never seen anything like it. But anyway, yeah. who you got winning this fight, man? I mean, you'd have to favor Hawes just for yeah. the experience. These guys are huge for for middleweight. Like these guys are some big guys. But um, I, I mean, you'd have to favor Hawes. I know, like you just said. Curtis comes off the contender series, but that's the contender series. You're, you're taking a big step. You know what I mean? Yeah, you are. You are. 
Um, yeah, he's fighting fought Malkoon, uh, Imamov, and Dacus. So, I mean, he, he's got some good good wins under his belt, you know? So, yeah, yeah I'm taking Hawes by knockout here, but it, it, this is this should be an interesting fight. Mm-hmm, All right, Breck, you can take this one away, man. I quit to Bobby Green. Raging Al is back, everybody. How long has it been? Like a thousand something days? What has it been? Like three years since he's been a minute. It's been a minute. This is this is not the people's main event. This is just my main event. But <laughs> I love both of these fighters. Bobby Green is great. He's fought like what, like six times in the last year and a half. Uh-huh. He really fights like every three months. He fights. Uh, I love his attitude too. He's like, they're like, you, do you ever like want to contend for a belt one day? Like, did when you got into the sport, he's like, dude, I'm just here to like make money, fight. Love that, but. I mean, you have to, dude. He kind of, in my opinion, you and me agreed about this. He kind of beat Rafael Fazeev in his last fight. Yeah, he he put it on Fazeev, man. Yeah. So I mean, it's interesting, but uh, what's it called? I would have to favor Al just because I know Al's striking might not be at the level of Bobby Green's, but you'd think Al's just going to go to the wrestling, and then. It's probably over after that. Or he's going to try and negotiate some uh, fake business on the canvas when they're on the ground. But uh, did you see uh, Al, uh, Al's comment about like Dustin Poirier's, like he didn't like something Poirier did in the third McGregor fight? Yeah. And then he's like, Dustin Poirier commented, never buying a house from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. But who you got, man? You got Aquinta. Al by decision. I think he'll. Uh, I think if they if he tries to keep it standing, he'll start to lose actually to Bobby Green because Bobby Green's a savage. Yeah. And I think um, he'll just use the wrestling takedowns, control time to win this type of fight. Listen, even though that might sound boring, I think this will be an entertaining fight. Fun fact: Al Aquinta's last no Cowboys last win was against Al Aquinta. Nice. Uh, I, I hope we never see Cowboy fight again. But I, I'm gonna go uh, Bobby Green, as much as, as it's a it's a, it's it's a, a fun fight. It's a fun it's fight. fight. It's a coin. It's fifty fifty in my opinion. This is the seed, man. This is the seed. This is the seed. That's the seed. All right. Made a uh, featured prelim. Alex Pajeda making his uh <laughs> UFC debut. He recently lost his glory uh, light heavyweight strap. Um, but he's one of the best kickboxers. Maybe ever. He's he's extremely good. He knocked out Izzy. Yeah, it's, it's and you know I think if he focuses on MMA, he could be a big problem. But he's a little older now. That's that's the thing. But this dude knocked out a guy in L- LFA with like a jab. And oh yeah, I mean, well, it was like a short left hook, but it like barely touched the guy. Like and he was flat. He face flat. Five minutes. He was out for five minutes before he woke up, which is scary because they thought he like got. It's like it's like when Deontay Wilder knocked out that Polish dude. Yeah. But um, it's interesting. Dude, this is a really tough matchup for him, dude. Yeah. Um, the, 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 Greek, the Greek guy, as I'll refer to him, like he looked really good in his last couple of fights. Um, he's not a bad wrestler, right? Am I, am I thinking he used wrestling pretty much like, a good bit in his last fight? But um, it, it's a tough matchup. I, I mean, you'd think, Alex, you'd think he would win, right? I don't know. He's so tough, dude, because, like, I know kickboxing translates pretty well, but, 
But like, what happens if it goes to the ground? We've never, we don't know anything. Like, he could be horrible. It could be Clarissa Shields level on the ground. You know what I mean? But Pajeda trains with uh, Glover Teixeira, so that he could he could have some decent base. You know what I mean? Yeah, decent base. If the, if he has that, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, he, B. Kyle Lewis is a solid fighter, though. He's solid. no bum. No. Pretty solid fighter. And the thing is, like, what's it called? I mean, like you said, he's 33, so he's That's getting into the sport later. So he's only got a short window here to really capitalize on trying to get to a belt to get to Adesanya, essentially. That'd be an awesome fight. It would be. I would love to see it, even if even if he was ranked like 15 one day or 10. I would like. I would yeah, yeah. Pull, pull the Bisping Hendo. Yeah, pull the Bisping Hendo just for the fans. But uh, the fans. It. I, I. This is so hard to predict. If it stays standing, he wins. If it goes to the ground, I think he probably loses. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Mikhail Lidis is a solid kickboxer too. So I. Yeah. It'll be. It'll be interesting. But anyway. To the people's main event. I don't know if you, yeah. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. This is gonna end very quick. I got a prediction. Well, I don't know what, what, what's your thoughts on this one before I spit spill the tea on my prediction. Um, Justin Gaethje is a savage. Michael Chandler's a savage, even though a new meme was recently spawned about Michael Chandler. If you've been watching the UFC Embedded, you know he's all about motivation, motivational speeches. <laughs> Every day, every day is a grind. We, you know, we're working out here. People don't see, people see, but they don't really see the grind. My wife, my kids, I leave them for eight weeks. Eight weeks grind. For that reason alone, I I, I kind of want Justin Gaethje to win. I'm so sick of Michael Chandler talking about motivational. But here's the thing: you can't hate Michael Chandler. He's a good guy. No, no, he's a really good guy. But it's getting it's getting out of hand, Chandler. Okay, like. We get it. It's a, it's 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 almost like Joe Rogan. It's like we get it, dude. You go in the sauna every day. We, we know. It, it's good for you. Okay. We know you like DMT. Exactly. We know. But re- okay. Regardless of all that, this is going to be an insane fight. It's going to happen so fast because Gaethje and Ch- like Gaethje and Chandler are fighters where bell rings. They're just moving forward. And then a lot of the times when they fight, if they fight a guy who's like hesitant you could get a boring first couple of rounds for the sense that they don't want to engage with a Gaethje or a Chandler. We're not going to have that problem. You know what I mean? Like fireworks right away. I mean, you hear Justin Gaethje say, I love this. I love this. But here, here's, here's what's going to happen. This is exactly what's going to happen. I see this. I'm like a sorcerer. They're going to feel each other out for like 30 seconds and they're going to go at it. Shorter, like 20 seconds. 20, 25 max. Yeah. And so what's going to happen is, you know, Michael Chandler likes to load up that right hand. Yep. So what's yep. going to happen? Right. Michael Chandler is going to load up that hand. Justin Gage is going to step back and just pop him with a check left hook, knock his ass out. I could see it. Yeah. I think this is over in one. If it, if it's not over in one, it's over in two, but like right at the beginning of the second round. Or this could be the bloodiest three round battle ever. It could be, but I don't think, I just don't like, dude, I understand Chandler's really good, but he got caught with by Charlie Olives. Charlie Charlie Olives is a really technically great striker, but he doesn't have a he, he has power. Everybody has power, but he doesn't have like crazy power. You know what he's I mean? He's that power. He doesn't have like I mean, Khabib was on uh, Mike Tyson's podcast, Hot Box with Mike. 
and Khabib said that Justin hit harder than anybody's face. Like he said, it was like getting hit by like stone. Like, so to me, it's like Gaethje's knocking this guy out. Uh, I mean, if you also look at whom Michael Chandler has fought, he's his, lost a lot. Yeah. his chin is not as good as it once was. Yeah, maybe it's not as good as it once was. I mean, nah. look, look, he Pitbull, that dude punches hard. Yeah. Um, uh, Brent Primus, that guy punches hard. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Alvarez punches hard. Well, Brooke, Brooks punches hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's gotten hit hard by some guys who hit really hard. <laughs> I mean, Michael, Michael Chandler's route to victory is his wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Justin Gaethje's a really good defensive wrestler. That's true. But, like, we saw with Khabib. I know okay. it's, it's a different. It's, I, I know. I know what you're about to say. It's Khabib. But, like, Justin Gaethje's wrestling could be good, but we saw his jiu-jitsu wasn't great. So maybe Michael Chandler's been drilling a lot of submissions, and that's how he could catch him. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Official predictions. I'm going Gaethje first round knockout. Gaethje second round TKO. I can't wait. Another fight I can't wait for. Shane Burgos versus Billy Quarantillo. This is a banger. I mean, Shane Burgos always brings the heat, but Billy Quarantillo is a really solid fighter as well. What's your thoughts on this one? This is such a good fight, too. Dude, this card is amazing. Um, you would you think this is going to be a stand-up fight the whole time just based off, if you look at their previous like fights and the statistics, Billy Quarantillo uses more wrestling or more uh, takedowns. But and he's Burgos a black belt a, under uh, Matt Ahoyo. That's a solid black belt. But Shane Burgos has a 94% takedown defense. That's pretty good. That's, that's um, amazing. And they, they average similar striking numbers. But, dude, this is going to be just a, a slugfest. And I, I'm kind of favoring Burgos in the sense that I think he got really pieced up against Barbosa. And the guy was so tough that he got hit and his brain – like, he, he kept moving forward, and then his brain was like, oh, wait a minute. We just got hit. We got to, like, turn off right now. <laughs> like, Did you watch that doctor's video on that? Yeah, that's one of the craziest things ever. He's what? so tough. He fought through the knockout. He's so tough that he got knocked out, but he just said, nah. But uh, I think Burgos takes a lot from what he – like, I think he learned a lot from the Barbosa fight, takes that into this fight, and beats – Billy Quarantillo, who's really talented. I don't think they I don't think either one knocks each other out. I think this is like a split decision type of fight. Yeah, I'm gonna agree, but who do you got in the split decision? Burgos. I got Burgos split decision. I I have a feeling Quarantillo is gonna sub him. Yeah, that could be that could be it. But like I said before, Burgos could take down defense. So will it ever even get to the ground? It's gonna be a fun fight. That's all I can say. Yeah. All right. You know what? Another homebody kind of Edgar from Jersey. You, you take this one away. I mean, dude, what was the stat we said last week? Frankie Edgar has been ranked for like 12 I'm, years. I'm pretty sure he and Glover Teixeira, uh, but aside from the fact that Frankie Edgar, you know, when he moves divisions, he's technically not ranked. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. which doesn't count. Yeah, are the only two fighters who have been consistently ranked in the rankings since rankings came out in 2012, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so basically a decade where you're always a top fighter. It's crazy, dude. And it's like how many weight divisions, right? Like he's three, he's been across three right now, right? Yeah, and he's been ranked in all three. High. Yeah, that's what's crazy, dude. Like people – you can't forget how good Frankie Edgar is. And I love Frankie Edgar. I mean, he's had some classic wars. 
where I think they Maynard. Gray Maynard. I mean, he had a trilogy with Gray Maynard, right? I mean, um, Jose Aldo, Benson Jose Henderson. Aldo, Benson Henderson, dude. But I think Father Time is almost caught up to him in the sense that he's a really good fighter. It's just like you look at the – I know the Sanhagen fight, he, it was a crazy knee that knocked him out. I just don't know if he can keep up with some of these younger guys anymore, you know? Yeah. He's been mean, tested so many times, and it's still it's still a – you know what I mean? Like he still has a good chin, but it's just – it's not what it was almost. You know what I mean? And you also got to look at Cheeto Vera. I mean, the, the dude's a savage. Dude, he's gotten so much better. First Every- off, you could argue that he beat Song Yudong up at 45. Yeah. And then he, he, def- he absolutely killed Sean O'Malley. I was watching that last night, dude. He, like, I know, Sean, down. I know Sean got hurt, but, like, he got hurt from a leg kick. You know what I mean? That's because that's Sean cuts so much weight. He can't handle the heat. But um, Cheeto Barrows is getting better every fight. And I think this is a really good fight. I just I don't know how it ends. It's so it's so puzzling to me, right? Like this goes to the ground. Who do you favor, the wrestler or the more jujitsu guy? And then then standing, I think you got to favor Cheeto just based on recent, you know? Yeah, and then you know he mauled Davy Grant. That was a beat. That was a beat down. I mean, yeah. Davy Grant had some moments in that third round. I remember, but. And then, you know, he just wasn't ready for Jose Aldo. That's all I'll say. He wasn't ready for Jose Aldo. Yeah. This is such a tough fight because Frankie's been through the ringer. Ringer. I mean, he's fought a lot. Look, like- look, look, let's take a look at who he's fought. He's fought Gray Maynard, Savage. Yeah. He, he, BJ Penn, Sean Shirk, Benson Henderson, Jose Aldo, Charlie Olives, BJ Penn again, Cub Swanson, Uriah Faber, Chad Mendes, Jose Aldo. Jeremy Stevens, Yair Rodriguez, Brian Ortega, Max Holloway, Zombie, Pedro Munoz, Corey Sandhagen. Like, this dude hasn't had an easy fight in eight. This is his easiest fight in like 12 years. Dude, you could, his last easy fight was probably Cub. the ultimate fighter. I wouldn't even say Cub. I would say the ultimate fighter, dude. Like, you look back at his history, dude. He, like, since UFC 112, which is crazy to think. Dude, he hasn't had a tough he, – he's fought everybody. He fought Max Holloway too, dude, bro. Like, insane. For the, the strap two and a half years ago. Dude, if you look at his history too, like, look how many belts he's fought for. Look, uh, he, he won the lightweight championship in April 2010. He then fought again for the featherweight championship nine years later. Yeah. This guy's just, a savage. That just doesn't really happen, like, ever. He's a savage. What can you say? I mean, he's turning 40. He just turned 40, I think, right? Yeah, he's he, he turned 40 like three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. I think this is – I think – I don't think he gets knocked out or subbed. I think it's uh, – I think Cheeto probably wins a decision unanimously. And I think – like, we. it's been such a good career if you're Frankie Edgar, dude. Like, just don't don't take too much more damage, you know? Like, if you win, that's great. If you lose, just, just ride off into the sunset. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean Frankie Eggers from Jersey, right? Yeah. I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I think, God, this is a tough fight to, to call. It is. Like I, yesterday, I, I no Tuesday, I said Vera will win, but I, I think Vera wins decision. Um, I don't think he's gonna knock out Frankie. 
that, that pains me to say. I know. I just don't want to see him get knocked out brutally twice. You know what I mean? Um, he's from Tom's River, New Jersey. That's where uh, – what's his name? Uh, the kid from the Little League World Series on the Yankees. What was his name? The third baseman. I can't think of it. But, uh, yeah, I just I just hope win or draw this, this is it or close to it for Edgar, you know? Because, like, you just do, like, look at the resume. Dude, he beat Yair Rodriguez in 2017. Like, that just doesn't happen, dude. No, it you doesn't. Get, you don't get better as you age. That's why this the Glover is such an anomaly. This His career, Frankie Edgar's career is uh, an anomaly. Like, when you get older, dude, the younger guys just start beating you up. And the fact that he keeps moving down weight classes as he gets older is insane. Insane. I mean, I understand he's lost a good bit in his last, you know, 10 fights, whatever, but he's also had some insane victory. I mean, it's just, he's really I, good. We're going to get a great fight regardless, you know? All right. To the first championship bout of the evening, Thug Rose versus Zhang Wei Li. This is people are overlooking this fight. This is a banger. I don't care what anybody says. Rose caught her. Wei Li decided, Zhang Wei Li decided to change up everything. And she went down to Henry Cejudo and she's learning her stuff. This is going to be a wrestling. Zhang Wei Li is going to take her down. I, I, I'm not saying she's going to win that way, but Rose Namus will be on her back. I don't know what you have to say about that. I think that favorites Wei Li. I know people are upset that um, Aspar, is it Asparza didn't get yeah. this title shot instead of, you know, Wei yeah. Li. I agree with you. Like, this is an awesome fight. I understand. But the first fight was over so quick, we didn't get to see a ton of action. And I think in the rematch, this is going to be way more competitive. And like you said, Whaley trained up the training, went to um, Cejudo's gym. I can't remember the name of it. It's like Rush, right? Something like that. Let me see. They said it in the press conference. Some reporter asked about it today. But um, And win or lose, she's going to stay. Yeah, I would imagine. Fight ready. Fight ready. Um, dude, Whaley's so good, dude. And like you said, like in terms of the striking – See, Rose is with Trevor Whitman, so I always favor the Trevor Whitman fighters when it t- comes to standing. But, dude, Whaley's stronger. You know what I mean? She's got the better, you know, stronger physique. And I think, if, like you said, if she can use the wrestling and the ground and pound, she can win this fight. We've seen Rose get knocked out by a slam. I understand she landed on her head. But Rose is to be taken on the ground. You know what I mean? Like, she's not – you can't – she – she's not like uh, John Jones when it comes to takedowns. You know what I mean? She can be taken down. Yeah. It's man. I don't know. It's so, it's so tough. It's such a good fight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going Jean Guayley. I think she gets a strap back. I, like, Jean, I don't know. I just feel like Jean Guayley's get screwed. Jean Guayley by ground and pound TKO. I mean, that's, that's, it's smart. I just, I don't know. I think I'm going Rose again. It, it, I mean, we saw it with the first time Rose won the belt. She beat Ioana and then rematched Ioana and beat her up again. I think it could be similar, except that Whaley will provide a much tougher test this time, in my opinion. But I would love, I mean, I don't know how you feel. 
this fight sets up so much because if Rose wins, we get the Esparza rematch. If Zhang Wei Li wins, wouldn't you love to see Yuanaza step in and fight for the belt like right away against rematch against Wei Li? Or would you was, like to see the trilogy? That's or the trilogy, yeah. I don't know. It's so tough to call, man. I'm gonna go Rose by 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 TKO again. Third, you know, third, fourth round. But I could be I think your prediction is like sneakily like people aren't talking about that as a possibility. Almost. You know what I mean? It, it, this is an awesome fight. Yeah, I, I don't like the hate that this fight is drawing. I think it's a great fight. It, it, it's not the fight we needed, but it's the fight we wanted. That's what I'll say. We needed Esparza Rose, but this is yeah. the fight we all wanted. And that's what the UFC is good at. They give us the fights we want. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they also got to think about, like, Wei Li and the Chinese market getting into martial arts, like... They got to market her, and she could be a big, big draw for the UFC. Yeah. All right. The this, main is, this is what we've all been waiting for. All right. Kamar Usman versus Colby Covington. Okay, I want to say something before. I can't stand how Colby Covington knocks on Kamar Usman's hairline. His hairline is not that much better. That's true, but Colby does have hair. So uh, as a person <laughs> with hair, you he has the right. He does have the right, but it's not that much better. But anyway, that press conference was fireworks. Oh, it's so good, dude. So, so uh, good. My highlight was Dana White going, whoa, when Usman shoved Covington. Yeah, he was like, he was like, whoa. It's pretty funny. Dude, this fight's going to be awesome, dude. What were your highlights from the press conference? They, they started arguing about their sponsorship deals, which was hilarious. Like, like Colby Covington was like, Kamaru Usman said the word bang. Like, oh, he's Usman said he's going to bang his head off the canvas, I think. Yeah, and, then, and then Colby's like, the only bang you need is the bang energy drink. And then Kamaru's like, that's a trash energy drink. You know, buy my energy drink, whatever. <laughs> they're so, like children. They're like they're literally like 10-year-olds fighting. That's why this is so good. This is... <laughs> This is better than this is better than anything SNL could ever produce. No, I mean, don't even get me started. But uh, <laughs> dude, the press conference was so funny. His suit he wore, bro. People see people gotta take people don't realize they need to take Kobe with a grain of salt. Like maybe he yeah, he's not a great guy and whatever. But a lot of what he does is also an act to sell fights. You know what I mean? A lot of it is an act. To sell fights, a lot of people that are close to him say that's like, that's not even like him, really. Like, like apparently, Colby Covington is like the nicest guy ever. I know that's why it's so it's so funny when you realize what he's doing to promote his his brand and his and the fight. But going back to the fight, it's like, what path does Colby use to win? Because I look at Usman, who's now number one pound for pound fighter in the UFC, deservedly so. No one's ever been able to take him down. And if you get it to the ground, I don't know what you're going to do to Usman on the ground. And then, dude, Usman's striking. Like, this first fight they had was great because it was like a sloppy, like, slugfest. But it's not going to be that anymore. Like, Kamar Usman with Trevor Whitman has become a really good striker. Like, dude, he knocked out Gilbert Burns with a jab. He knocked him down with a jab. But he not, but he had rocked him, um, rocked him a couple times beforehand. That's true. But, like, it, it's still impressive, a jab. A jab. Like, and what's crazy to me is, like, where does Colby, like, 
I guess Colby's just going to have to use his tactic he used. I mean, he does it to everybody. But, like, when he fought Robbie Lawler, he was just in his face throwing insane. Colby's going to have to win this fight with output and just keep the pressure on and try to tire out. Which he can do. That's the thing. Which he can do. That's the thing. But, like, besides that, I don't see how he wins on the ground or on the feet. You know, you know, Colby Covington is a jiu-jitsu world champion, right? That's great and all, but like, taking that's that, not talked about enough. That's okay, but you know what's not talked about enough? Kamar Usman's never been taken down. Like, I, you keep okay, he's great on the ground. We've never seen it got to the great. You would think Gilbert Burns could have taken down Usman. Nope. You, think, you even try to take down Usman? I don't remember any takedown attempts. That's what I'm saying. Nobody even tr- they that people are afraid to try takedowns. So that's how good this guy must be at defending takedowns. Like it's John Jones level where, you know, you just never get taken down. And when you eventually do get taken down, it's it's shocking. Which could be this fight. I do think he could get taken down once. But it's so hard for me to see Colby winning. All right, I'll I'll, I'll say my piece. I think People are overlooking Colby Covington as a fighter. They are. They are. It, it's, uh, it, it baffles me how Colby Covington isn't even in the top 15 pound for pound. When you got guys like, what's his face up there? Let me think. Let me pull up the rankings real quick. When you got guys like Gaethje still there, um, you know, that's really all. You know, he should be top 15 pound for pound. I can't name 14 fighters better pound for pound. I can only name maybe 14 fighters pound for pound better than Colby Covington. But that's beside the point. Usman got bad knees. Let's remember that. If That's true, but we've never, we haven't seen that in a fight yet. Yeah. Me, so, like no, maybe, maybe, Colby, maybe Colby can throw some low kicks, attack them, maybe. some front leg side kicks to the knees. I feel like I, I sound like an awful person saying that because he's tacking. Uh, I know, but that's the fight game, man. If, that's if the fight know, game. That's a fight game. If you know your opponent has a win. I think here's what Kobe Covington needs to do. He needs to establish a third of the takedown early in the fight. Yeah. So, like, let's say uh, Covington shoots for a takedown. Usman ducks his head to defend. Boom. Knee, to, knee up right to the chin. I think if Kobe Covington establishes that early, he can he can have a good chance of winning this fight. And that's what's going to happen. I got Colby Covington by submission. What do you got? By submission? That's craziness. But um, what if it happens, Breck? What if it happens? I mean, if it happens, you, I, mean, you're, I mean, you should throw a bet on it because that's – it's just crazy. What, what, what are the odds? What are the odds? What's a good betting website? I mean, you're in West Virginia right now. No, you just go on DraftKings uh, mobile app or FanDuel. But um, Colby's like plus 200, I think, by the way. But uh, – if I had to predict this fight, I go Kamara Usman fifth round TKO or yeah, fifth round TKO. All right. The odds of Kobe Covington win by submission in the fifth round is plus oh, no. 12,000. 12,000. Oh my, yo, that I might have to throw something just because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> what I, thought that? Saying, I thought you were saying to win. I think to win is only like plus 200 or plus 300, but yeah, right. submission's if, probably if like, you throw a $10 bet, yeah, you will win um, one thousand two hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, but the, the the odds of that happening are so low. If you throw a one dollar bet on it, you'll win one hundred and twenty one dollars. What's it called? It's, it's such a great fight, man. 
these are to me clearly the two best welterweights. I mean, it's not even close. It's not even close. I mean, obviously, Hamzat's coming. Leon Edwards is really good. I think he's probably third. I just thought of what Kobe Covington's nickname was when you said that. Uh, Don't say it. I don't want to edit. You don't want to edit. Um, (laughs) It's going to be such a good fight, man. I mean, if Kobe gets it done, though, what a win on his resume. You know what I mean? Because even if you beat the number one pound for pound on a guy on an 18-fight win streak, and it's like I almost want Kobe to win for the simple reason of the chaos that will ensue post-fight. Like, there's, it, I think there could be, like, a Khabib event afterwards. You know what I mean? Where they're still fighting or something. Or, like, the corners are fighting. Like, I think it could be craziness after the fight. On social media, will go insane if Kobe wins, too. Like, And then we it automatically sets us up for a trilogy. You know what I mean? Dude, and then... Colby Covington. If there's anybody in this division that can beat him right now, it's Colby Covington. Right now, it's probably Colby. You're right. Maybe down the line, yeah. Like a Hamzat could. Smash. Smash. I kill these guys, take their money, you know? But uh, what's your final prediction, Breck? Kamara Usman, fifth round TKO again. This is going to be, this is going to be an awesome fight. It's going to be so good, dude. I can't wait. Dude, we've been spoiled these past two weeks. We, we had Jan Sanhagen. That, that, that might have been the highest level fight I've ever seen. Like, Yeah. All right. Let's head over to some news. Um, oh, we, gotta, we forgot to mention my favorite announcer, your least favorite announcer, Rogan, is back this week on the commentary team. <laughs> and Bruce Buffer's back. So that's, that's big. The buff is back. Buff is back. That is huge. Because it's not really a big UFC pay-per-view event. If I can't hear it, it's time before the main event. You know what I mean? It's time. Five rounds for the undisputed. Uh, dude, Shemaya's been trolling Covington on Twitter all day. Yeah, it's pretty funny. is going to retire after her fight with uh, Casey O'Neill. Yeah. Um, it's legend. A little, it's a little, yeah, she's a legend. Don't get it wrong. She's a legend. I know her record. You look at it, you're like, oh, this is a really good fighter. And it's like, yeah, that's a really good fighter. Especially she's done a lot for the women's division. Dude, they're giving her Casey O'Neill in her Dude, last ever. That's a killer, bro. Dude, she's going to get mauled. I just sounded like Brennan Schaub there. That's a killer, bro. That's a killer, bro. Um, What's it called? She's just beat up Valentina Shoshenko's sister. Am I, am I right? Yeah. And, like, I get she's not great on the ground, but, like, dude, she beat the hell out of her. And, like, Roxanne Monteferi is pretty good on the ground. Not the best in terms of stand-up, but, like, I think this is just another win on Casey O'Neill where, I mean, we got to start talking about, like, title potential for her because she looks that good so far in her career. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I completely it's, agree. It's, it's rough that your last fight is against, like, a really good prospect like that. Yeah. Um, man. Dude, next week you got Yair Holloway. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. What's the uh, fight night where we got Brad Riddell and Fazeev? That's, That's the, the font auto. Yeah. No, no, no. Is it? Yeah. Didn't you send that to me today? I did. It's font auto. <laughs> it is font auto. 
Oh my god, dude! So many good cards, dude. But two two sixty nine is gonna be awesome, dude. On that font, Aldo. I mean, obviously, we're looking a little too far ahead here. Fazeev Riddell, Jimmy Crute versus Jamal Hill. Sleep like that fight's amazing. And then, uh, what's it called? Tanner Boser's fight, dude. So good, dude. Let's take a look at this um card uh two sixty nine real quick. We got um. We got uh, Priscilla Cachueta versus Jillian Robertson. That's an okay fight. Ryan Hall versus Derek Minner. Alex Perez versus Matt Schnell. Macy Barber versus Aaron, Aaron Blanchfield. I like Macy Barber. Um, Andre Muniz versus uh, Dreykus Duplessis. That's, a, that's an amazing fight. Um, Pedro Munoz versus Dominic Cruz. Great fight. Jeff Neal versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. Um, you got Rowlin Paeva versus Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Car France versus Garbrandt, Edwards versus Masvidal, Nunez versus Pena, and Charlie Ollis versus Dustin Poirier. Yeah, I mean, dude, the next two card, the next two numbered cards are just absurd. Dude, and then the next the next pay-per-view after that is pretty good too, man. <laughs> you got Aganu yeah. versus Gone. You got Moreno versus Figueredo. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, just to talk about 268 though for a second, like Remember how great the crowd was in Jacksonville for the first paper? That was amazing. We're, we're going to get that times five, dude. It's going to be times five. I, I'm telling you right now, the crowd will be so loud that it's going to be, like, unbearable for the fighters. Like, it's going to be a crazy house in there. Like, dude, the Knicks home opener was so loud that, like, people who have been going there, like Mike Green, who's the Knicks announcer, has been announcing for, like, 40 years – has said he never heard it louder because the Knicks are actually good. And, like, a, a big fight night in MSG with, like, a packed – dude, it's going to be so loud. Dude, I, don't, I don't have anything else to say. This this is amazing. It's amazing. Can it just – can we just, like, fast forward? Can I can sleep just... till Saturday at 10 p.m.? Yeah, yeah. Or when do the, when the early, early prelims start? Yeah, yeah. Dude, so I have the best day Saturday, so – I'm working the WVU football game with ESPN. Mm-hmm. And then, so at 3.30, about 3.30, and then I'll get back around 9. And then I get to shower, settle in for some UFC. I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that you have a Modelo and a P3 protein snack, official protein snack of the UFC ready. I can't have Modelo in the dorm, sadly. You can have – it's UFC 268, okay? you, you got to have a Modelo there some way – a Modelo and a P3 have to be there. I can get a P3, no question. Are you going to have a Modelo and a P3, Breck? I mean, of course. I mean, dude. <laughs> the official protein snack of the UFC. The protein snack of the UFC and the official <laughs> beverage of the UFC. Cerveza. Cerveza. The fighting spirit. All right, Breck, do you have any final words before we sign off? <laughs> Transport me to Saturday. Let's get this going, you know? This is amazing. All right, guys. That'll do it for our preview of UFC 268. We'll see you. Breck, we got to review this. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. We'll see you guys next time.